0: Hi everyone, thanks so much for joining me for this new episode of Inspiring Our World. My name is Julie Tara, your and Wellness Ambassador, and today we're gonna talk about activating your endorphins. Endorphin comes from the words endogenous, which means within the body, and morphine, an opiate pain reliever. Put together, that means endorphins are natural pain relievers. They are feel-good chemicals because they can make us feel better and put us in a positive state of mind. Endorphins are hormones the body releases when it feels pain or stress. They're also released during activities such as exercise, massage, eating, and sex. Created in the pituitary gland and hypothalamus, endorphins act as neurotransmitters to the entire body by attaching to the brain's reward centers, opioid receptors, and carry signals throughout the nervous system. When we feel pain, nerves in the body send pain signals to the brain. To help us survive the pain, the brain releases endorphins to block the nerve cells that receive the pain signals. This helps turn off the pain, allowing us to continue functioning. Studies have shown that endorphins benefit us in different ways. They can ease the symptoms of depression, alleviate stress and anxiety, improve self-image, and contribute to weight loss. Because we naturally seek to avoid pain, we're more likely to do something that makes us feel good. One of the easiest ways to release endorphins is to exercise. The more we exercise, the more endorphins the body produces. The feeling called a runner's high is attributed to endorphins released during exercise. Fortunately, Running is not the only way to achieve this feeling of joy and relief. The same type of high can be achieved from endorphins released during power walking, swimming, dancing, hiking, and any type of activity that gets the heart pumping vigorously. Since the body produces endorphins naturally, like everything else, each individual is unique. Some of us produce enough endorphins and others do not. When not enough is produced, certain health conditions may arise. Low endorphin levels can result in depression, anxiety, body aches, sleep disorders and lethargy. The mood disorders resulting from low endorphin levels are attributed to another neurotransmitter known as dopamine. Endorphins and dopamine work in tandem. When endorphins attach to the brain's reward centers, dopamine is released. This produces what is known as the runner's high and motivates us to repeat the activity, namely exercise, over and over again. Dopamine affects mood. Endorphins released during exercise have been shown to reduce the symptoms of depression. As endorphin levels rise, stress and anxiety are shown to decrease. Dopamine is associated with staying motivated, attainment of goals, and increased productivity. Low levels are related to procrastination and self-doubt. When endorphins and dopamine are working together, depression, stress, and anxiety abate while self-esteem and confidence levels rise. Here are various ways to activate endorphins and achieve that natural high. Eating some dark chocolate. It contains the compound phenylethamine, which encourages neurotransmitter activity and theobromine, which promotes relaxation. As a bonus, dark chocolate contains antioxidants. Eating what we really like. In addition to chocolate, the brain will also experience a spike in endorphins if we eat food we crave. Whether that's ice cream or French fries, any food that makes us salivate will likely give us an endorphin boost. Of course, regularly using food to release endorphins could become a battle of the bulge and require a visit to cardiology services. So we need to use this endorphin release method sparingly. Eating spicy food. The brain interprets the heat from spicy food as a type of painful stimulus. It releases endorphins to counteract that feeling Spicy food lovers can take advantage of this added benefit, while those with a tamer food preference can build up a tolerance gradually, or forego this peppery method. Raising our pulse via exercise is a weight-fighting endorphin releaser, making it a better long-term strategy. Since exercise is a physical stress on the system, It encourages the release of endorphins to counteract the discomfort of aching muscles. Cardio, moderate exercise, and weight training can all signal the brain to release endorphins, though the rate differs from person to person. If exercising purely for the happiness rush, we'll need to do a happiness check throughout our average workouts to see how much exercise is required. If we aren't getting a happiness rush, then we need to increase the intensity. With that endorphin plateau, we'll be able to plan our workouts accordingly. Laughing out loud, hanging out with a hilarious friend, watching our favorite stand up comedian, or doing whatever else makes us laugh is not only pure fun but health-inducing. The deeper the laugh, the better it is for releasing endorphins. Did you know there are actually laughing yoga classes? Students are asked to do deep belly laughs while going into their asanas or postures. The combination of exercising and laughter compound the release of endorphins. Drinking alcohol in moderation. Endorphins are one of several feel-good hormones released in the brain after drinking alcohol. An occasional glass of wine, beer, or spirits can enhance the mood. However, overconsumption can disrupt endorphin production and cause the opposite. Of the various ways to boost endorphins, exercise provides the most benefits. In addition to reducing stress and depression, as already mentioned, exercise also helps to strengthen the heart, increase energy levels, lower blood pressure, improve muscle tone, build strong bones and reduce body fat. There is an addictive component to exercise because once it's part of our daily regimen, we simply do not feel hundred percent without it. The repetitive motions we perform during any kind of exercise is like a moving meditation. It allows us to focus on the movement, setting aside negative thoughts or worries. For those who are not as inclined to exercising, here are some ways to get started. Choose an activity you enjoy. Exercising should be fun. Put your exercise routine into your schedule. If you need reminding, put it on your calendar. Make sure you vary your exercises so that you don't get bored. Don't let exercise programs break the bank. Unless you're going to be using them regularly, avoid buying health club memberships or expensive equipment. Gardening, yard work, such as raking and mowing, golfing without riding a cart, these all count. Exercise in short bursts. Even brief bouts of physical activity offer benefits. If you can't fit in one 30-minute walk, try three 10-minute walks instead. You can also take a mid-morning or afternoon break to move and stretch go for a walk or do some squats or push-ups. In other words, every little bit helps build up stamina and a good habit. Stick with it. If you exercise regularly, it will soon become part of your lifestyle, and you will feel the difference it makes in your mood and energy levels. As many of you know, I've spent my life exercising. I think this started when I was very, very young. I was always running about, climbing trees, climbing haystacks, riding my bicycle, later on getting a kayak and kayaking down the rivers in England and in Holland. Of course, I started dancing at the age of three and danced all the time, pretty much throughout my life, and I still do, and I find that gives me just the greatest joy. But I've also had different phases of exercise. There was a time when I was doing a lot of Pilates, three times a week at least, and I loved it. And then I just got tired or bored of it, felt like I needed something new, and it was not working for my body as well as it had in the past. I also spent many, many years with yoga, doing yoga, and I love yoga. And again, there was a certain time when I was like, I think something else needs to come in for exercise. And that was when I went searching and found a new form of exercise for myself called gyrotonic. And I have really loved that and actually shared that with a lot of people who have come to join me and they've loved it too. It's marvelous for the back and it's very spiralic in movement, which is a little different to the linear formulations that happen with yoga and Pilates. Now, many people, and many people in the Niken Global Community um, do, you know, things like swimming, which is wonderful for the body, or they play tennis or pickleball. I know many of you do all these kind of things. Of course, golf is there, and, and, and like we said, if you're walking versus just using the cart, that's, that's lovely. That's a great way to exercise. There really are many ways to find what brings you joy. And I think that is the most important thing. What naturally brings you joy and then do that. One of the things I've found is that, um, when you get a little further along in years, the metabolism slows down. So I discovered online a, a metabolic reset program that I bought and then I started doing that. And I found that really, really helped with metabolism. And you know, unexpected weight gain—not a lot, but just that little bit around the middle, which is very common, especially for people who are working on computers a lot these days. Right? They say sitting is the new smoking. So that has really helped. It also helps to work with light weights um, to keep your muscle tone strong. And definitely, push-ups are great. Squats are fantastic. And um, planks is something I really, really like as well. I also find that generally every day I'll do a KVB shake for lunch. And I love that because that really helps support the musculature of the body and help reduce the fat elements in the body so the ratio changes. And I've definitely noticed that. And of course, using all our Nikan technologies is fabulous for having deep rest at night so that we feel full of energy in the day to exercise and do fun things um, but also of course wearing the power band um, the insoles for hiking uh, the m strides or the m steps whatever you like uh, using the seats when you are sitting at a computer i also use the grounding mat under my computer all the time just to stay connected to nature because when we're connected to nature, we have natural energy supporting us all day and that's always gonna help us feel like exercising, going, taking a walk or whatever we have time for and love. So enjoy this whole process of releasing endorphins. Find the ways that work for you. And then just habit, of course, is a powerful part of creating a new regime, shall we like. Um, and so with exercise, I think, you know, at least a little every day is fantastic. Maybe taking one day off per week, but generally at least half an hour a day to an hour a day. And if you're doing something new, like learning a new class, maybe you're doing Zumba, something like that, that is also really, really good for your brain. So I have found that with Pilates, yoga, and especially now with Gyrotonic that it's actually amazing for the brain because you're learning new ways of moving and your brain has to really work hard to figure it out. And so you're developing new uh, neurological circuitry in the brain. And that is a, a very important thing to do during our lifetime. So... The key is to enjoy, and the more you do it as you develop it, you will enjoy it more and more, and then you just won't want to miss a day. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode of this podcast, and please do follow Inspiring Our World through Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We also put it on the Nikan International YouTube channel, and do share it with others. Share, share, share with people you love and who you want to help feel great every single day. Take good care now. Bye.